feels like, Christian brothers and sisters, because we've got a lot to cover today. Be encouraged. Oh, my. Be challenged. Oh, my. Be inspired. They need gassed up. They need reviewed. And get excited. It's a relationship with the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, who loves with an everlasting, unconditional love. Your love lifting me higher. Release your fears. Praise the Lord. God's wisdom is brilliant. And receive God's love. That's who and what he is. Release your worries. He's faithful. God is faithful. And receive God's truth. These commands that I give to you today, impress them upon your children and talk about them when you sit at home, when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. This is the Get Excited Show. Everybody in the family needs it. Now with Michael Crawford. Get excited, world! Wow. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Wow, Tony. Good morning. Oh, you would have loved the little chuckle we had just a moment. Before I've we never seen anybody click something. I know, but we went live, didn't we? Oh, we went fast. Oh, thank you so much for tuning in today to the Michael Crawford Get Excited Show podcast on the Rone Dolph Show. I appreciate you. I tell you, I, I it's just, good to be here. You I, know, thank you, Tony. I tell you, it's, I love this podcast. You make me laugh, bro. I <laughs> really do. You are hilarious. There's so much that goes on behind the scenes to get prepared to get ready for your show. You know, I'm doing all kinds of stuff, and yes. so are you. You know, you're preparing. You know, just so people know what happened. I brought him a a, a drink to to keep his palate wet. You know, and, and he's just <laughs> trying to trying to open this can and clean it, and I'm like. Brother, just crank it open. Just crank it open. Come on, Don't man. worry about it. It's a little bit of it, dust. You, yeah, exactly. It's not going to hurt it's you, Mike Crawford. So, anyways, it's just, you know, we're five seconds out, and then I'm killing you, and we're just like the last minute. Oh, it was, it was funny. Just, I got to tell you, I had me. I, it, it's fun coming to do this. Amen, it is. You know what I mean? Oh, do I? I'm, um, I tell everybody, I have an attitude of gratitude. I am so grateful. I mean, think about it. I had a 42-year, oh, yeah. very successful automobile career. But and all yeah, during those years, call you. You, oh yeah, you're right. And but all through those years, you need to understand that I uh, always did my Christian radio and TV along with the dealership. People used to tell me you have a uh, uh, a church disguised as an automobile dealership. Amen? Absolutely, yeah. And I really enjoyed that. But to not have that now and be fully committed five days a week doing a, a podcast, a Christian conservative podcast, I really like it. Oh, I am very happy. And I hope all of you, honestly, I love you all. I, I hope. Now, I get a lot of text messages and emails like Mr. Tony said, Mr. Tony Escobar. Uh, seriously, I do, and, and I tell you, it really makes me really proud. And I, and I hope they keep flowing in. But I w- would like to challenge you. You know, I always challenge you. I challenge you to step out there and tell me how you really feel about the podcast in, in an email. And my email address is get excited. Dot Crawford at gmail.com. That's getexcited.crawford at gmail.com. Please tell me how you, you feel because I'm getting a lot of great response on the show. But Tony and I had a little conversation this morning. I'm going to be very candid with you. We're going to take this to another level. We may even go two hours, right, Tony? Yeah. And so uh, <laughs> that was a great little reply. Whoa, little mouse. Okay, oh, yeah, two hours, whatever oh, you want to do. Gosh, I love it. That's fine. Let's do this thing. Anyway, so my point here is uh, we are. We're going to take it to another level because I really want to I want to get syndicated. I'd like to be on Christian uh, Cirrus, right? 
uh, and Praise we can do it. Lord. Yeah, oh, it's absolutely praise the Lord. It's all God. It's all it'd be all God. It's, we're not going to be able to get there. God take us there. But uh, so I, let me tell you, it really answer me and uh, email me and let me know how you feel uh, about the Michael Crawford Get Excited Show podcast. Uh, I really appreciate you. I do. I want to really take this to a whole other level. You it's something it's to say. awesome because when when we came into this umbrella. You know, and and me with my background in broadcasting for he's talking about Roan Dolph, you know, yeah, the Roan Dolph with Roan. Roan's got so many different. Oh, he does things. You know, from Su- Saturday with Susan, get excited show podcast. You know, the God for mm. your business. Uh, you know, it just keeps going and going. And we look at each other. We start going, okay, Michael, yeah. uh, let's just let's just bring this to a different level. Let's just keep building. You know, you get you build your listeners. You know, you get the message across because a lot of times. You know, we don't. We want to hear a message coming from Michael. We want to f- feel and hear where his heart is. We want to know that you know, God moved him from a, a car dealership business into a ministry that he's always had. He just had the dealership disguised, mm-hmm. you know. And and a lot Amen. of people want to hear that. A lot of people want to hear. They know your voice, you know, all around the country. You, you have know, a voice. The world. Yeah, you know. And and <laughs> if you didn't, you know, didn't do what you did and have the connections. Again, your phone rings so much that it's like, put that in the car. Because right. we're trying to do Amen. something, but it's okay. Cause He's always telling me to turn it off. You know, but it's okay, because this is the way the world is now, what we use you know, in, in, in social media and, you know, and everything that we do. We have to you know, go ahead and, 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 and have the electronics that we didn't have in the past. Mm-hmm. You know, how did we survive without them? Well, who knows? I don't know. I mean, really. I so don't. every time you get together and you want to bring a message and we want to talk about something, you know, uh, you open the Bibles. I open my Amen. Bible on my phone and, and God leads that us. Bible. The B-I-B-L-E, the basic instructions before leaving earth. And that's what everybody really needs to, uh, you know, get a grip on. You know, you need to stop thinking about, uh, oh, gosh, it's so regimented. It's, you know, it, you know we've got, I've got to do this or i got to do that. No, i got to tell you right now, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Jacob, excuse me. If you have the right relationship with him through his son, Christ Jesus, boy, life is great. I'm here to tell you, I have an incredible life that it would not be this way if it wasn't for our Heavenly Father. And I don't look at it, you know, to where, uh, oh, I can't do that. I'm a Christian. Or I can't do that. I'm going to be honest with you. I've said it a long time ago, and I'm going to continue to say it, and everybody needs to really listen to this. As long as you have God on your side, you have a majority. So don't worry about being politically correct. Don't worry about someone going to condemn you and call you a heathen because you had one cold beer after your workout. It's okay. God wants us to have a good life. And he let me tell you, oh, praise the Lord. He I don't knows, hold back. He knows your heart. He knows my heart. Exactly. Yeah, you know. And so, Tony, what we're going to talk about today. Okay. So everybody get ready. Turn that volume up. Thank you so much for tuning in. To the Michael Crawford Get Excited Show podcast on the Roan Dolph Show. Because today, I think it's appropriate, we're going to talk about Job. You know Job? Yeah. Not Job, but Job. Yeah. Okay? Well, Job lost his job. <laughs> Boy. Uh, and the reason we're going to talk about him is because I've really come to the conclusion that there are so many people that truly lose their trust in God. I mean, think about it. Do you remember when Job was wrestling kind of with the that old age question as i always say of uh how could a loving god allow people to suffer i mean he was having a tough time with that job is kind of the hero of uh 
the book of Job, right? There's a couple more authors, you know, but Job's not the only one. Uh, he's not the sole author of the book of Job. But he definitely is the hero in the story. I mean, he is a good man who truly suffers extreme personal loss and physical pain. I mean, he loses all of his possessions. I mean, he really does. And his family and his health. Now, how would you feel, Tony? Look at his possessions. Oh, yeah. I mean, right at the beginning when you read what it was, I mean, it's he had seven sons, three daughters. He owned 7,000 sheep. I know, think about 7,000. 3,000 camel, 5,000 yoked oxen, and 500 donkey. I mean, he had a large number of servants. He did. Wow. And he he was considered the greatest man in the East. It, it was. He I was. mean, you read that right in the first verse, you know. He was the water joke. boy. Like, the dude had some land. Oh, no, he did. He was, he was very, very successful, very prosperous. His issue, uh, and you notice I don't like to say problem. I really hate that. It's so yeah. negative. But I'm a someone called issue that, guess what? You know, God had a solution. Amen. Amen. Yep. God has a solution. I always say at the dealership, hey, I don't want to hear that word problem. That's a negative connotation. I want you to say you have an issue that Michael Crawford has a solution. Praise the Lord. Uh, but I'm telling you, there's something we can learn today on this podcast, okay, about Job. And as I'm really studying him last night, it really blew my mind, I'm here to tell you, because he had built, you know, uh, such an incredible wealth, Right. I mean, uh, I mean, the, and the story explores in the in the book of Job about the the sovereignty, uh, you know, of God and and the role of faith. Job's life was built totally on a personal relationship with God. It really was. He was very tight. He, he, he they they almost to the point where uh, he was buddy buddy. You know what I'm saying? I mean, almost like I always say, like David. You know, David's a man after his own heart. You know, God says. You know, uh, yeah. So it's just amazing that. How, but he endures those, the trials and the tribulations of life. And, and at the end, the nice thing about this, I don't want to jump ahead of, of myself, but the nice thing about it, God does reward him for that. So today, what I want everybody to, to truly understand, what I want everybody to really get in the, what I call the role, to really, as I set this cadence, all right, they really are tuned in. They're connected. They're like connect, like we are connected to the vine, right? Amen. Yep. They get connected to this true story, these issues of Job. Get yourself into the story. Yes. Put yourself. Put in yourself. That, yeah, yeah, you put get it. There. Put yourself there, right? Yeah. Uh, and 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 understand why God allowed these trials. Okay. Knowing at the end, though, the knowing at the end, the result would bring Job to complete. He would be in a place of of truly complete trust in God and that was the whole plan now I don't know how many times you studied this, the story of Job in uh, Sunday school class or or even listened to sermons from your pastors but I am telling you that God knew all along okay you see Job was just tested I don't know if you all have really ever had a test of this magnitude but Job was tested so he could he for so he could fail he was tested so he could preserve. You follow me? He could persevere. He could preserve actually his inner core of, of, of love and, and trust and, and, and not get that inflicted with any kind of evilness. He needed to persevere. I mean, truthfully, and, and as difficult as it was for Job to endure the, the, the sorrow and the, and the grief of losing everything, perhaps really that was probably the hardest uh, test he had to pass. 
was the fact that his, his whole friends, right, they were all blaming him. They were all. Think about that. Everyone out there listening to the Michael Crawford Get Excited Show podcast, what if you're going through all these trials and tribulations? I mean, you really are down and out and depressed and frustrated at the highest level. And everyone, every friend you know is telling you it's your fault. Your fault, Joe. You're going to lose that beautiful wife and, and, and children. 7,000 sheep and all the property. <laughs> You're going to lose that mutton, okay? Hey, but here's the deal. It's all your fault. I mean, it's really tough. I mean, I'm, you know, so he fails, right, big time. And, but he still, and here's what I want everybody to catch. It was amazing his reverence for God. I mean, the, the, the reverence for God was incredible. I mean, who, who has that? I mean, here he is. He, he's just so speechless. Uh, he's at the end of his prosperity, right? Uh, at the end of his health and his happiness, right? And then all of a sudden, boom! Because of his love for God, because of his unwavering love for God, God restores it all. I mean, he does. He restores that that prosperity to him and health. And, you know, and happiness. And, and it, it just all gets restored. And it's just kind of amazing that the story of Job, for everyone out there listening, and I was telling Tony Escobar before we came live on the air, uh, the story reminds us of, uh, I feel, that sometimes just bad things happen to good people. Yeah. I mean, you know what I'm saying, Tony? Oh, yeah. Bad things happen to good and decent people who often, they suffer and, and, and they're hurting for really no apparent reason. You've called that an unfavorable circumstance. I do. That you're in. I you say, say that a lot. Yes. Well, I, I just feel that's so appropriate that you get surrounded by unfavorable circumstances. Amen. You do. And there's nothing you can do about it but go to God. That's right. That's your answer. I mean, it is. You go to God. I mean, I'm just telling you, uh, life is not always fair. I mean, I think once we really come to that, uh, that conclusion... That has been discussed for so long. If people would just do that, it's amazing how they, as I say, walk down their path of success and the trees fall to each side of you. You just have to do that. You you have to realize that bad things happen to decent people. I mean, they 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 really really do. And and people often suffer for that no apparent reason. You're thinking, why are they going through that? Life's just not. It's just it is what it is, right? I mean. The longer, though, here's the deal. Here's the deal that everybody needs to understand, and I can't stress this enough. God's always in control. God is always in control. And if we listen, if we truly listen, we can hear. We can hear God speak to us in the, in the midst of all these struggles that we're trying to really figure out. We're trying to evaluate. The longer we trust the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, I'm here to tell you, the more we will see that he will take care of things and work them through together on our behalf, all for the good, as it says in Romans 8.28. So that's what I'm telling you that we have to really dial in and just understand, okay? Um, if Job wouldn't 
kept complaining. He see he just continues like let's go uh, to Job actually and let's uh, read from Job chapter ten verse eight. You got that up, Tony? Job chapter ten verse eight. Read that for me. I'm gonna and then I want to kind of critique it. Yeah, read that verse. Job chapter 10, verse 8. And I'm reading from the NIV. That's good. Okay. You're fine. Your hands shaped me and made me. Will you now turn and destroy me? Remember, you molded me like clay. Will you now turn me to dust again? Well. I mean, that's going into nine. Okay, well, here we, exactly. Now, so here's what happens. Everyone out there listening. Let's read number eight again. Your hands okay, yeah, shaped cool. me I love it. and made me. Will you now turn and destroy me? Mm. I love it. Now, here's what Job's saying. Here's what the, the point that Michael Crawford's trying to get across here. Okay. Okay? Here's the whole deal. In this verse, in chapter 10, verse 8, Job is continually complaining against God. Now, hear me now, because this is not good. Okay? He wants God to make his life easier before he dies, you see. That's what that verse is all about. Now, for anybody out there to understand that verse, I'm going to even go deeper with you because that's what this show is about. Okay? It's about really explaining and being comprehensible to everybody out there and understanding in what I call a, a true Christian conservative way, comprehend, you know, understanding the, the Bible, the B-I-B-L-E, the basic instructions for leaving earth. You see... Um, this world, what everybody, what we need to realize, what I think Job really missed the mark. Now, again, because of his love for God, God did restore everything. But I don't want to go there yet. I want us to understand how to get himself in this situation. He shouldn't be in this situation. Not a man uh, of his uh, stature. Not a man of, of great reverence for God. How did he get here? Well, I'm going to tell you. Is... He actually forgot, and it's so sad. You know, the, the, the problem is, and it's so sad, but it's true. This world is so full of deception. I mean, deceiving spirits that, that teach us lies. I mean, they really do. They teach us lies. I mean, we have to condition. Uh, we've been conditioned to believe of course, I don't, and, and Tony Escobar, but the, the majority of the, the humans on this earth are all conditioned to believe the lies of the media, of the secular media. You know that, right? Oh, yeah. I mean... It's a narrative. There's a narrative there for them. Absolutely. And but, so when that happens, don't get tangled up in that, as Job did, of the deceitful lies of the world, okay? And understand, this world is not our home. Come on, baby. This world is not our home. Physical death will not be the end for us. It won't. I want everybody to understand that. You're listening. Turn that volume up. You're listening to Michael Crawford on the Get Excited Show podcast. And I'm here to tell you, without a reservation in my educated mind, to stay focused Physical death will not be the end for us. You see God, we talked about this day, God created great people that he's good to. He loves them. He created them in the image and his likeness. We were created to live with Christ Jesus throughout eternity. Do you understand that? I mean, really, how many people listening 
to the Michael Crawford Get Excited Show podcast can actually email me at getexcited.crawford at gmail.com and tell me, you know, Michael, I, I knew that. I mean, I know that. And I'm glad I do. I know that God made us. He created us. He created us in his likeness, in his image. And the ultimate goal was to live with Christ Jesus throughout eternity. And people need to understand that. And some of us will. And some of us won't. Now everybody's probably wondering, whoa, 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 Michael Crawford, what are you talking about there? But I'm just being candid. Some of us will. Others will live an endless and hopeless existence outside of God's blessing and protection. Sad but true. You see, God allowed, Tony Escobar, God allowed the, the, to inflict pain, as I guess I could word it that way, inflict pain and loss on Job. And Job doesn't think he's being treated fairly by God. I mean, he just doesn't. He, he, and his friends and his wife, as I said earlier, it, it, it seems to be more than Job can really endure. I mean, he's, he's really falling prey to everything. It's eating him up. You follow me? Why would? Tell me, Tony. This is where I want you to come in. You've been so good over my years on assisting me on intercessory prayer and uh, encouragement and inspiration. So tell me, why should a man who fears God and shuns evil lose all his possessions? Answer that for me. Think about that. It, it doesn't have to be a test of his faith because we know where that is. Amen, we do. Okay. Unwavering? Unwavering. I mean, he knows that. I believe that um, his testimony towards how he lived, how, what he did, mm -hmm. I mean, because Satan actually went up and asked. God. Oh, well, Satan has to. He can't do that. He has to get permission. God's and God permission. said, don't put a finger on him mm. and Satan was going to destroy everything that he owned everything that he had so mm. he wanted him to lose faith in God he wanted him to just totally doubt and go out throw the white towel in throw my hand so, so Satan could rub it into God so, so this is not a great servant look at I <laughs> tore him down you think I, he was good God but oh he's a little POS I, I, yeah. that's what I think I think just to, to test his faith right no I he lose I, everything absolutely well, it was the only way that it was a true wake-up call. Yeah. Yeah, it's the only way he could really get him wake up. I mean, seriously, I mean, um, why would? I mean, why would Job, being afflicted with such a, a, a painful illness when he was so careful how he lived? I mean, how, I mean, think about that. I mean, God allowed that, okay? I mean, the Bible answers all of Job's questions, what I love. I tell everybody, you know, very rarely in, in the 66 books in the B-I-B-L-E will you get a story like this that you get truly all the answers. You don't have to figure them out for, your, for yourself. You don't have to cross-reference. You don't have to Google. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to look for Bible uh, explanations. I'm telling you, it's all right there. The Bible answers every one of Job's questions. Uh, Job did not have the benefit of them, you see. We do. And that's what everybody, everybody, I hope, that runs through your faculties. Because I want you to understand there's a nugget there that I think some people really miss. I really do. That 
in that time, in the true Bible times, amen, with all this, and some of it, most of it was self-affliction. I'm not saying it wasn't, but then, you know, God did allow Satan to do his evilness, right? With, with the right outcome. I mean, you know, God knew what he was doing. Don't, don't ever question God. But, but think about that, what I just said. Think about that, what I just said, is Job didn't have the B-I-B-L-E. We do, Tony. We do. We have the answers. Yes. Just got to read them. Just got to read them. Just have to read them. Imagine how many people out there are Job's right now. And oh, that are wow. just like, oh, maybe wait. their fist is in the air. Mm, I love that. Listen, God, that's why, it. Why, Shake why, it why, why, God, why, why, you put me through this? Yeah. Why did I do to you? Go back to, you yeah. know, how Job was, was living his life. Oh, and yeah. What he had and, you know, where he ended up in the end. You're so right. I mean, think about it. And that's why I love that verse you read. That's why I said, read, if you don't mind, and you did. I appreciate you read it a couple of times. And, you know, it just sticks in my head. Chapter 10, verse 9. Yeah, it just really does. Because Job acknowledges God created him. Think yeah. about that now. Job acknowledged God created him. Yep. I mean, he hints at the marvelous complexity of the, the of this creation, too. <laughs> I love that. You know, he, he does. He kind of flirts with that a little bit about, oh, wow, I'm really something, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm uh, a, a, a bag, a, a Happy Meal, and extra fries. You know, I've got it all, right? Uh and then Job makes two comments and mistakes that I, that, I, that I just think about always when I'm, you know, kind of walking by myself or in my prayer closet and I have issues that are pertaining to this that I'm, I'm discussing with God. Right. I always think about how he forgets. He just truly forgets. He makes those two common mistakes. He thinks God wants to, to harm him. First of all, that is like idiotic and ridiculous. God loves us. God's a good God. Don't ever think that God wants to harm you. There's something else that you're doing that you can get the answers. But the, the thing that Job did, he really thought that, get, that God wanted to hurt him. I mean, it's just so sad I think about it. How could you do that? And here's the big one. Job really forgets, Tony, that there is an eternity of life waiting for him when, his, when this temporary thing is, is all over. This temporary existence ends. Why can't people get that? This is not our home. This is temporal. I want eternity. I want eternity. Everybody needs to understand, don't make that mistake. Don't put yourself on the lower level of heaven. Amen? Don't do that. Understand that in the book of, of, of Job, that is, if you read it, you'll discover, as I did, that the two biggest mistakes he made was... He really thought God wants to harm him. And secondly, if you really read it, you'll, you'll get an indication, you'll get clarification on, oh my Lord, he forgets. This isn't our life. This isn't our, you know, where we're going to end up. This is a holding tank. This is temporal. Don't forget about eternity. Please, my dear Christian brothers and sisters, I'm here to tell you. Don't forget about eternity, how it's waiting for us. As soon as this temporary existence ends, baby, <coughs> excuse me, whew, get excited. I'm pumped up thinking about it. Eternity. I mean, 
do me a favor, Tony. It just popped in my head. Go to Psalms chapter 139. Okay, in Psalms 139. Because in Psalms 139, and you can pick what you want to read that, and I just, I'm just kind of paraphrasing, right? You know, it comes to my mind. But in Psalms 139, David says, you know, I will praise you uh, for I'm, you know, wonderfully and fearfully made, God. And, 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 and marvelous are your works. You're just incredible, God. You're just so marvelous on how you made me. And, and that, that his soul, David says that he knows his soul, uh, that God knows his soul very well. He doesn't really worry about it. God knows it. I mean, he, he was speaking directly to God, unlike a, a lot of other people. I mean, David did get it. That's probably the reason why, you know, he was said that the man after his own heart. Because he knows my soul. He knew. It's amazing what you've done, God, right? I mean, uh, and everybody needs to understand. Everybody listen to the Michael Crawford Get Excited Show podcast. You, too. You, too. Put yourself in Job in that story. And then as David. Because you were fearfully and wonderfully made by the Lord. And I need you to understand that this work in your life is, is marvelous, whether you want to believe it or not. I mean, it is. You, you are blessed. You're gifted. You have Your best days are ahead of you. You need to just get excited. God is great. I mean, really. Do you really know? I mean, his work is so marvelous. I mean, look at yourself in the mirror. Everyone listening, everyone that's tuned in to the Get Excited Show, just look in the mirror. Do you know that? Do you remember it during, you know, times? Will you remember something like that during times of hardship? During times of brokenness? During times of, uh, of uh, arguing with the spouse? Do you remember that at times where, you know, your, your, your kid's being uh, sentenced tomorrow, okay, for his little act of violence? I mean, do you remember that when all this is going on in your life, do you, when you have all these trials and tribulations, do you know, do you turn your back on all that deception and turn totally to God? Not to worry about what other people, or even yourself for that matter, about the deception you created. But we're not, I'm not here talking about the book of Job because I'm trying to slam you on just total deception although we need to discuss it what i want to know what i'm asking you will you turn your back on all that evilness and get back to god and and believe in his word totally and understand that this is just temporal our whole gig is for eternity i remember the reverend billy graham Ooh, yeah he said, when I die, they're going to write that Billy Graham has died. And he said, no, I've just changed my address. <laughs> I love that. See, that's, now that to me, truthfully, is a beautiful reply. There's only one thing that I don't like about it. What do you think? You know, that's what this show is all about. I got to say it. What do you think I don't like about that? Tell me. That everybody was saying that he was dead. I don't know. Um, I'm just saying that's how he. No, felt. I got you. I not love what you said, and it really coincides. It, it was true. It was. No, it was. Headlines were everywhere. Billy Graham has died, and he made it clear. No, I'm not dead. I've just changed my address. Right. He's alive and well. Yeah. Well, here's okay. So here's how I I look at that take. So I, how do you say it? Thank you. Well, I like what he said, but I think it's too. It's not defined properly. 
because it, it's it's not talking about the glory the glory of heaven and the and the illumination of heaven. Meaning, what am I saying here? I'm saying that if you say I just change, if you're like a have that nonchalant, and I'm not saying you had a nonchalant ad, ad, uh, attitude, excuse me, but if you just said I just changed my address, well, you're goofy. You're acting like you just went right down the street. Okay, maybe it's a nicer address, so, so you say, but you didn't really tell me anything on it. it. But it's definitely nothing. Listen, I need everybody to understand this. Again, I can't stress this enough. This is just temporal. This is not our home. We will go up and occupy the house that Christ Jesus has prepared for us. That's eternity, and it's exquisite. It's beautiful. It's beyond any way you could ever imagine it. There's a worldly address, and there's a heavenly address. That's all he was saying. Okay, then, then I guess if you word it like that, Yes, I don't have to get so well. I kind of got it. I kind of figured it out. You <laughs> yeah, know? did you? Yeah, think about that. Yeah. I didn't like that. I mean, you kind of when you that said out. that, I went, "Whoa!" I mean, that's just who I am. I mean, did you expect Michael Crawford just to accept that? Yes. I just changed my address. Hey, uh, Billy Bob, I changed my address. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right, oh, all right, all right do on. me a favor. Read this. Go to Job. Job. Okay, back to Job, chapter seven. Oh my goodness. Verses 17 through 21. You're going to like this. We're going to get into this. I just think this is really healthy for us. Job chapter 17. Oh, excuse me. Seven, excuse me. My bad. Chapter 7. Job ain't... <laughs> that's funny. Uh, chapter 7, verses 17 through 21. Okay, Job chapter 7. This is in the NIV. Verse 17 says, what is mankind that you make so much of them, that you give them so much attention, that you examine them every morning and test them every moment? Will you never look away from me or let me, or let me alone even for an instant? If I have sinned, what have I done to you? Mm. You who see everything that we do. Why have you made me your target? Have I become a burden to you? Wow. See, I got to tell you something, my dear Christian brothers and sisters. In the daily news, I read, I read, excuse me, I read a man about a man on Apple. It's Apple News, you know, I was reading, right? You saw me reading that? Yeah. Well, I read about a man who pleaded no contest and to 56 count of child molestation. I was reading that, right? Mm -hmm. My mind instantly started thinking, this man needs to suffer from the, the, the torture that, that no man before him could ever withstand for his crimes. You follow me? I mean, really, my mind went there. When I'm reading that article, i got to share this, because you, know, you probably want to, woo, where's Michael Crawford? <laughs> what point? Yeah, no, I looked at your, I looked at your look like, what are you doing? Well, I, I, believe me, you're going you're gonna to understand it, okay? Okay. It, uh, because it's, it's maybe a little deep, but it's real. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it is. It's like, because I did. I'm reading this article, Tony, and I'm, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm telling you. I, he needs to just have his head bashed in, or I mean, you know what I'm saying, or, or yeah, get, you're getting upset. Yeah, the flesh is coming. I out. mean, my mind instantly went to that. You know that 
but but can I tell you something? I need everybody to understand this. You know what I did? I stopped thinking like that immediately, and I started praying for him. I did. I started praying for him. Christ Jesus, you see, my dear Christian brothers and sisters, our Savior Christ Jesus loves him just as much as he loves us. Amen. He does. He does. And, and, and some of those children are still suffering, and that's what hurts me. The pain is so severe, some look at all different kinds of ways to numb it. Believe me when I tell you that. They wonder where God was when they were victimized. Hear me now, don't... I'm, I'm going to really bring it full circle today. So everyone out there needs to really turn up that volume and listen to what I'm saying. What happens is when our negative thoughts come telling us that we're, we reached our limits, there's nowhere else to go. There's nothing else we could do. We're never going to be any better than what we are. When that happens, when those evil, satanic thoughts rush through your mind telling you that you've come to the road of limits, You've reached your limit. There's no more. There's nowhere to go from here. When that happens, then you start wondering. Then, where was the Lord today? I mean, some of them blame God for that pain they're going through. You see, God loves us so much; He gave us free will. Does everybody understand that? Tony talked about that the other day. I love that. Do you remember when you brought that up, Tony? I do. You know, I really need us to to let our audience know, our listeners know. How significant of comprehensible uh, verbiage that they really need to grasp. I mean, God gives us free will. I mean, really, we can uh, return his love, you know, love him just as much or more. I mean, you know, I can love more than God, but, but love as much or we can reject it. We can reject all that love. He loves us so much. You see, Christ Jesus wants us to choose him over evil. And that's the way God tests us. And when people get that, we're going to have a whole better world. You see, Job blamed God for his suffering. He wondered how long would God afflict him. But see, Job did not know how long or truly why God would allow him to, to suffer. So when you, when you forget forgive his sin when God forgave his sin here's what's beautiful when God takes away first of all all the possessions you know all the the evilness you know and then all of a sudden it just turns around with your unwavering faith believe me God is there he never ever left you and then that time comes when you do the right thing when you do the right thing that God forgives your sin I mean, he, he'll take away the inequity, if you would. When God allows Job to die in peace, would he do that? Do you think he would? Would he allow, would God, what's God thinking about when Job is coming to the conclusion of, of going to heaven? How do you think God will let him expire? Tony? I haven't thought of that. 
I know a lot of people haven't. I do. Like, Wait a minute. <laughs> no, I know. I do. But I, but I want you to know, uh, without I, any, I, I'd be exhausted. I'd be, I'd be totally exhausted. That mm. I'd just close my eyes and let me go. You know, I'd lay wow. down somewhere and just be in rest. Um, wow. You know what I mean? Oh no, I do. I'd that's why. Exhausted. Well, that's why I asked the I'd question. I want everybody out there to really engage in this conversation because we can all, all of us can learn something. You know. I mean, you know, I, I'm serious. I mean, I'm already look at my. Harris, I already got the God bumps going up and down. I'm me. Tired, you're tired. That's how it would be. It's like yeah. I'm no, I, I I get it. You see, uh, it's not God. People are the cause. We are the cause of evil in this world. Not God. Not God. God created us to love each other. And I'll and I'll be very candid with everyone out there. And everyone, right? Us. I don't know, or do I understand why those children were used and abused like toys? I don't. I, I really don't. I mean, my heart is so sad and distressed, Tony. I mean, it really is. It's so sad and distressed, and, and it cries out for them. If people just knew, really understood me, it breaks. Uh, I mean, I have no words, actually. I have that's, no words to comfort them. That's the evil in the world. Yes. I can't explain why it happened, really. I could talk about Job, and, you know, and then I talk about that article that I read, you know, like I said about the kids, and I, but I don't, but I can't explain what happened there. I can't. Uh, console them or their families because I'm here and they're far away, right? I right. I can just pray for them and the evil one that caused it. I mean, there's a God in heaven that can do just so much more. It's just amazing. I think that's the point I'm trying to get. I think if we'd all quit focusing, in other words, that when I ran automobile dealerships and I had a salesman that really screwed up, you know, believe this or not, I never really criticized them. I criticized the performance of that man. And I know it's difficult, but, it's I, would, but yeah. I would say that I was good at it. A lot of people say that. I never, ever criticized them. But, oh, baby, I criticized the performance, amen? And I got a lot out of them from that. You, you follow me? Well, yeah, it made a difference. Because you're, I love and, and respect them. You're not taking it out on the man. It's the performance, you know. Okay, maybe you weren't guided, taught this way. Now, let me show you. Mm, you just said it. You didn't pick on the person. It was exactly. the performance. Because you're never going to get anywhere that way. You follow what I'm saying? It's, it's almost like God, uh, the beautiful thing about it, uh, and I do, I love it so much because God is magnificent on really understanding what we all go through. And, and he's up there looking down when we act a certain way or we say a certain thing and he's saying, you know, look, I love you. Why are you so worried about this? I've got this thing. I mean, seriously, that's what everybody needs to understand because... There's so many of us. I mean, Christ Jesus uses many of us for purposes we, we can't even understand today. I mean, we can't. I mean, pain and suffering. You know how it's easy for me to talk about that. And I'm not going to get into that. I, you know, but I'm just being very candid with you. I understand this. Oh, yeah. It's easy for me to talk about it because it's on the forefront of my thought process. Pain. I mean, real excruciating pain and suffering. They're truly the reasons that, you know, some people choose not to believe in God. I mean, you really want to know the story. It would be very easy for me. I mean, people don't know what I'm going through. It would be very easy for me not to believe in God. But I do. But I do. I mean, really, other people that I know, I mean, they just... Uh, they don't even understand the free will. Think of all the ones that have that pain and have that mm -hmm. pain now. They don't know God. Mm -mm. 
And all they could do is think is they're not saying, why God? They're just going through pain. Wow. Wow. They don't even know God. They don't know anything else, do they? Right. They they don't know God. They don't know how you could be relieved. Yeah. Yeah. So just think of that pain. Oh, I do. And they don't have any fist to to throw at. So how do you think they are? And then when they do find God, they're going to brag all about Oh, they're such a mouthpiece. They were ready. The time was right. It's like, you have no, no idea. No more of those negative thoughts come and telling them that they've reached their limit. Amen. Right. Oh, that's all over. See, and the difference is, you know God. Amen, I do. And you know the pain and, 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 and things that, that are going through. And your fist isn't up at him. Or oh, saying, no. Why? I would we never do that. Know, we know who's turning that knife. Absolutely. Absolutely. Get behind me, say. You know what? It does. I have to tell you, Tony, and I don't. This is not about me. No. You know, but it's about Joe. But I, but I did like even this morning or this morning. I was really in awe about why am I going through this? It's kind of bizarre when I, as you read those verses, and my mind just starts going and, and it simulates, you know, the verbiage on the chalk, mental chalkboard. It just it blows my mind because I'm telling you, the evil in people's hearts today. I mean, they really manifest their actions towards other people and really create a, a riff uh, of just hatred and, and uh, unbelief. It just really breaks my heart. The nice thing about it, the thing that I've always tried to get people to, to truly comprehend, and I mean that, is they need to understand that God sent Christ Jesus to earth to truly give us life and life more abundantly. I mean, he wants people to receive his love. And, he, and, and he's waiting for the right time with Job, right? To truly restore, okay, the life he has. But what he's doing is waiting for the time of the, of the Prince of Peace to restore us today. To, re- to really restore the justice in this earth, which is so gravely needed. And you're probably wondering, okay, well, why did you put those two together? Now, I'm, I'm getting to a point here. Because the pain and suffering that Job went through, okay, and then the, the kids that break my heart when I read that article this morning, I realized right then how much that we look the other way and blame everybody else. We blame everybody else instead of taking our own accountability at that person that looked back backs us in the mirror every morning. Meaning, you know what happened to Job, and, and God's like, come on, you know. I, I love the fact you love me, but quit complaining. Quit trying to think. He really thought in his mind that God was trying to harm him. He could not get off that, Tony. Now, Let's jump forward to 21st century. And these kids, these kids were molested. Oh, I want to take care of that man that did that. And that's how I think, right? I know that's not the right way, but I'm just telling you. Well, then, God's waiting for the evilness and the injustice, for everybody to quit just talking quiet in your four walls but as the evil Black Lives Matters and all those other functions that talk about 
you know, and, and they really want to they fight Christians. It's just crazy. This stuff. Well, God's trying to say, hey, look, it's only a matter of time. Christ Jesus is going to restore the unity. You better be ready. Because this, this world really gravely needs it. I mean, it does. And when you have that pain and suffering that's more than you can really endure, don't talk about God. Why is he doing that? That's the most ridiculous thing to say. Have you heard me say that, Tony? With no. the pain that I'm No, and I won't. Not at all. No. And I won't. And that's what the devil wants you to do. Oh, he wants you to soft fall prayer. That, yes. Point that finger at him, and he wants you to yell and be upset and totally, totally distract you from the focus that you're to be in. You know, when you, when you, when you get in your prayer closet and you, you thank the Lord for waking you up and, and you go on with your day and, and what do you have planned? We can have everything planned out that we mm -hmm. want to do in the day. But did I put God first so that he can bulldoze you know everything away and I, I remember hearing uh, on one of the, the social media pages that you know we have angels around us we yes, have we an do. angel yep. that's assigned to us so we can literally tell that angel to go and clear the path where I'm going so if I'm going to go speak at a building mm. I want you to clear all the evilness and that angel will go and I clear whatever yeah. evilness is in that building so that I can come Kind of like we did with the work. anointing of the cars right Exactly. Yeah. We didn't know what we were go getting into. We didn't. It was, we so was a little pinpoint over here in the corner. Of, <laughs> that's so funny. I call it the barrio. The barrio. Yeah. yeah. And, and you came God, in there and, 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 uh, and, and knocked it out of the park with, well, with God the did. grace of God. Yeah, God used me, yeah. No, you're right. It is. But that's, that's how we got to look at it. That is. Oh, absolutely. Thank you. I mean, really. Because, and we got to understand how we can call them for help every day. Understand the purpose. No, correct. Yeah. yeah. Okay, now now, what am I saying, okay? What I'm saying is that, um, and it's, it's bizarre, but it's so true. You know, see, Christ Jesus gives purpose to, to that pain. I mean, a lot of people think I'm crazy when I talk about that. You've heard me talk about it. There's a reason, as you call it, you call it I'm building a testimony. But Christ That's Jesus correct. truly, truly gives a purpose to the pain and the suffering and and, and honestly, we'll turn that pain, uh, that tragic pain. You're in a, you know, you, you had a tragedy in the family, but he's going to turn it into a triumph. I'm telling you, brothers and sisters, believe me, the Prince of Peace will restore justice upon this evil and wayward earth very, very soon. Very, very soon. The key question is this. After you listen to the, the story of Job and you see how... He believed all the negative, toxic stuff in his mind. And they were telling him, basically, he's done. That, you know, we've, uh, you've reached your limits, in other words. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they, that he keeps... Throwing the towel. Throwing throw the towel, yeah. Throwing the towel. Can't take another round. Nope. Can't take another round. Uh, why is God doing this? Why is God doing this? And so, I honestly feel... My own true gut feeling, the, the relationship I have, I know they've talked about it for centuries. Centuries, please, how you better be prepared because he's coming. Well, I honestly feel in my heart's of hearts, the Prince of Peace is definitely coming to restore this injustice. I mean, upon this, you know, to, to, to 
alleviate this injustice and restore the justice. Get rid of this injustice, evil, satanic thought processes of these organizations, this uh, woke, uh, this cancel culture stuff. Get rid of it. I mean, it's re- asinine behavior. I just can't get it. It's so un-American. It's so un-American. But I know one thing. The Prince of Peace will restore true justice upon this evil, wayward earth. And it's going to happen very, very soon. It's coming back for the deed. Amen. The deed of the planet. Yes. And the question is this, Mr. Escobar. I ask everybody out there, I'd like for you to comment on it. Are you prepared for his return? Yes. I know you are. Oh, yeah. But listen to what I'm saying. I want you to comment on it. what I said. Are you prepared for his return? But I want to know the questions to all our listeners. And if you're not ready, you know, it's time to get ready. Amen. You know, the Bible says we're to live by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. You know, Amen. and that just continues to, to save him before that man cannot live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Amen. We have to be ready. We have to get ourselves in a, in, in a position and, and where God can work in our life. God Amen. will lead us. Okay, I mean, mm-hmm. you might be at church. You might not get it. You might be listening to a podcast and then you get it. You might be, who knows where you are in your life. But if you're focused uh, on Jesus, and e- even if you don't, okay, you know, you got to think of a way to, to, to come back. God's going to figure out a way to come back because you're out there and the enemy's like, man, I got you, I got you, I got you. The enemy's got the non-believer wow. right where he wants him. He ain't messing with them, yeah, right? Because right? I got you right where I, I want you. I'm going I after you. you. I'm going after Michael Crawford, like Tony yeah. Escobar, Ron Dolph. I'm going mm. after the person driving the car that's appraising worship in their, in, in their automobile and they're having fun and they're praising God. You know, if you don't know your way to Christ Jesus and you don't know where you're going, uh, because if you, the question is, if you were to die tonight, do you know where you're going? I'm going to heaven. You, you better Michael know Crawford going is heaven. going to heaven. Well, a lot of people don't know how to get there, you know, and, and, and you literally have to. All they do is call me. You, you call Michael Crawford. 623-203-8259. Amen. That's 623-203-8259. Call me. If you really have doubts about how you're going to get into the pearly gates, if you really have thought about that and, and you're concerned and you hear me on my podcast on days like today talk about They'll, how people say I'm not good enough. Come as you are. Amen. Oh, you're good enough. All of you. If you Let me give you a little hint. If you tune in regularly to the Michael Crawford Get Excited Show podcast, you're good enough. You're good enough. You are. If you're driving and you're listening to this podcast and you're thinking to yourself, right now is the time for salvation, you know, all you have to do is pray this little prayer. Pray this. Say, Dear Lord God, forgive me of my sins. Come into my heart. Come in today. Come in to stay. I want to serve you for the rest of my life. I want to become your child of God. And change my ways to where I can serve you for the rest of my life. Amen. And thank him in Jesus' name. Amen. And now you wow. come into the family of God. You Amen. But you've asked for forgiveness. You've asked him into your heart. Confess him with your mouth that he is the Lord of your life. You will be saved. You will. And once that happens, you've got a whole new transformation that you you better get excited. Oh. Tell everybody. Yes. 
It's your season now. I mean, really, embrace it. Embrace it because now God has ordained this season for you, for your prosperity and your success. You are an heir to the kingdom. Amen. You are. You're an heir to the kingdom. Amen. And it's just, I don't know, it's just, it's awesome. I'm just so excited for you. I hope that you did pray that. It's just, it's just awesome. I mean, really, when God is, is, is at the center of your life, Tony, think about this. We have such a, a smile on our face, and, and we have such a, a meaningful life. You ever think about that? People ask me all the time, why do you always say get excited? And you're, <laughs> you know, because... I heard you explain that you did, the yeah. other day to somebody. I had you know, to. Do why, it all why do you say that? Why do you say that? Why, and, you, and you, you tell me what I said. Tell everybody out there. Listen, to my listeners. I'm excited for Jesus Christ. Amen. And if you can't get excited for Jesus Christ, then you need to, you need to check, check up the neck up. The neck up. You got it. You oh, yeah, say that's how I feel because it's just it's amazing. It's not just conversation. It's real. If people knew what I was going through, they go, "Wow, he is it. He really totally relies on God." It's not Michael Crawford. It's God. Amen. I mean, I'm just telling you. And when God, you know, when you really, you make the Lord, okay, the, the, not only the love, but the Lord of your life. You follow me? Oh, my goodness. It's just so meaningful. We got purpose. Yeah, purpose. We so got purpose. Exactly what I was going to say. Sure, because it's true. You I'm really doing, something, you got I'm doing something in my life. I <laughs> like <laughs> To, you know, that's going to have purpose. Yes. Understanding your purpose in life is what really puts you in contact. Amen? Amen. It really does. Then you really connect it when you understand the purpose. The way time just works in your life. Amen. It all will come full circle for you. And, and Christ is the only way into heaven. Amen. There's no other way. Amen. So let's do this in closing. I hate, can I tell you something? We got to do a two hour. I know you probably think I'm crazy, but there's so much more that I want to say that, and then you have so much more that you, you just really reply, uh, reply so well. But I just want everybody to know this, okay? Recognize when those negative thoughts come in telling you that you reach your limits. And if you have some problem doing that, don't hesitate to email me, text me, call me, whatever. I'm there for you. I love you. And thank you so much for tuning in today to the Michael Crawford Get Excited Show podcast on the Roan Dolph Show. And always remember, Big Tone, it's a Christ-minded attitude, not aptitude, that determines altitude. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. If you'd like to contact Michael Crawford directly for prayer or encouragement, contact him on his private number at 623-203-8259 or send him an email at getexcited.crawford at gmail.com. Be free, be challenged, be encouraged, be inspired, and get excited with Michael Crawford. Your love Desire, and I'll be at your side.